0: You're listening to the Rogers Sporting Goods Podcast. This is Aaron Jones. This is Chandler Smith, and I hate long intros, so let's get into it.
1: A lot of people on social media, every time we post something irrelevant to podcasts, they say, Bring the podcast back.
0: Where's the podcast? Are you doing more podcasts? I see it all the time. I'm answering questions. Hey, what happened to the podcast?
1: And I mean, that's awesome. It means we have people who are following or listening and we want to hear more. Mm -hmm. But we thought that having a guest with an expertise in a different field of waterfowl was like, that was our direction. Mm -hmm. I think COVID hit.
0: Man, that really limited access to...
1: We couldn't talk to nobody. Uh. We couldn't talk to each other, really. I mean, we were all, you know, stay at home, communicate through digital. I mean, I know the digital stuff works and we could do stuff like that, but we like the organic conversation of everybody sitting around the table
0: well the dynamics better i feel the interaction's better the quality of the sound of the podcast is better so yeah that kind of put a damper on things and And, then
1: yeah as well during covid just things went crazy here i mean we were just i mean we were very blessed to keep the warehouse running and the sales were going through the roof Mm -hmm. and just all these all this hunting fishing everybody's getting outdoors um, enjoying nature when they can't really go to a movie theater or whatever. That's yeah. Or go to Cancun on vacation. Cause you can't fly out of the country, that type of stuff. We're going fishing, camping, hunting, all that good stuff.
0: Yeah. And I think another thing that kind of hurt the podcast a little bit is, Hey, we want to talk about this new product with this new company. And, oh uh, well it was supposed to be here in August and now it's September and then it's October and then shipping and supply chain next yeah. year.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just never came in or yeah. you know, that's, that stuff did happen. So but that's, picked back up now oh I mean, man there's we're, i think
2: we're getting back to products shipping in have you walked to the receiving area all the i mean there's the influx of products this year
1: it's like <laughs> yeah. way more we than should, the past couple. we should do a maze that would be wasted labor but we should do yes. a maze down there of all the pallets because their <laughs> pallets are all eight foot tall mm-hmm. and you could make like a corn maze style and make a race or something. I mean, that's the number lost. one question I get at the store: is what's the outlook, mm-hmm. right?
2: Product-wise, whether it's decoys or stands or you know we shot have shells it. or man, we should have it this and year. And I and I let him know it's definitely picking up. It's oh, yeah. not like you said two years ago or a year and a half ago. Yeah, even last your, year, twenty-one. Mm-hmm. You know, my response was like, I'm not sure, I, yeah. you know, I know it's on order mm-hmm. and it's, it should be coming, but there's definitely, it's here.
1: Yeah. There's a, we're getting stuff in every day here at the warehouse. Yeah. We're going to dive into that. Probably. That's probably a good topic that people listening who don't, who are in our industry curious to know. But before we do that. Yeah. My name's Chandler. We got Pat. Yep. Patrick Fisher from uh-huh. the store side. He's going to be doing the podcast with us. Yeah.
0: New to the podcast, the yeah. Rogers podcast. Yeah. Patrick, tell us about yourself. Well,
1: welcome in. Yes. Right?
2: It's like my initiation to mm-hmm. the group. <laughs> um, but I've been at the store location um, in Liberty, Missouri um, at the retail front. So um, I hit 10 years this November. Yeah. So I'm the hunting waterfowl manager, uh, guru guy. Yeah. Um, I started there twenty twelve. I actually started in clothing and uh did that for almost a year and then a position opened up so I moved over to the hunting side and but I've been, you know, outdoors and growing up and fishing and hunting and camping and you name it, yeah. right? I've been around
1: it. You're I mean, well rounded. I mean you do a lot of sure. hunting and yeah, there's hunting and fishing.
2: Yeah. I mean there's some areas, right, like fly fishing I I've held a fly fishing reel, but yeah, you know. So that, but for the most part, fishing. I've done the. I was in Boy Scouts and became an Eagle Scout, so the camping side I've got covered. And
0: but the product um, knowledge, you get your hands on all the new all product it, that comes right, in right, too. Yeah. So
1: yeah, and you see the customer like every the response, day what they're touching and feeling and what they're liking. Uh-huh. You hear a lot of feedback from oh, them as you well. You get tons of feedback, yeah.
2: right? And mm-hmm. I think you know to touch on that a little bit. Um, I think Rogers Sporting Goods has done a good job of listening, right? So I don't get to see you guys as much. I mean, we talk each other, you know, Mm -hmm. call each other and, hey, this is what's going on and development and stuff. But that's been really cool to see us grow, at least since I've been there, the, um, the feedback we get from customers and listening to it and trying to facilitate what they're looking for, um. I thought we've done a pretty good job with and this is what you try to do i mean any mm-hmm. company right you try to put out something that the customer wants yeah. or sees or it's a new product that maybe we didn't carry before that we bring in now so
1: and, and i'm sure we'll touch is, on a lot of that but and we can do that because from from you to the top i mean He's he's right around the corner. I mean, it's a family-owned company. I mean, he's right outside the hallway here. You know, so it's yeah. very easy to get something done if it if it really needs to get done. He's mm-hmm. a few steps away. We can go talk to the family. You know, so Steve Rogers, they're yes. here. Yes. Yeah. He's working every day, as, long, as anybody probably longer. That gets
2: talked about too <laughs> with customers. What's <laughs> st- what's Steve doing what's or, Steve or doing? I know Roger, yeah. <laughs> Roger, I know Roger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's great that they're involved too, right? Oh yeah. So I like it Mm -hmm. you know we've probably all all worked different places before and you know i've worked corporate places and but it's not like you get to see the the ceo or the owner or whatever you want to call them so it's nice that they they're hands on too so yeah
0: exactly and then aaron jones been doing the podcast and roger's thing for several years you all know when you see me on the videos and social media and whatnot so
1: oh yeah and back to pat if you want to put a face to a name he is on some of the videos coming out yes that's true he's already been out in some Yes, and then the fourth guy is kind of a wild card because uh, he's he's a YouTuber, but mm-hmm. he lives in the Kansas City area, so we're having him on the podcast. Yes, go ahead.
3: Yeah, they they drug me in here, kicking and screaming. <laughs> yes, saying, <laughs> saying they need me on the podcast. So, yeah, I'm Josh from Outdoor Limits.
1: Yeah, and you shoot ducks on all sorts of watercraft vessels.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I have a boat buying addiction. I think.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. You see some people that have like five cars outside of their house. You know, some working, some broke down. Josh has boats.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm running out of space.
0: <laughs> boats and kayaks and canoes. and.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a lot to keep up with.
1: What do you have? What do you have? you have a
0: kayak and canoe?
3: So I gave my solo canoe to a buddy, and then I've got a sit-on-top kayak. I've got two of those. One's a pedal drive. One's a mm-hmm. regular paddle kayak. Then... I've got a beaver tail final attack, which I'm not gonna layout hang boat. On. A little layout boat, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna hang on to that for too much longer. And then I've got my big boat, 16 foot flat bottom. Mm-hmm. And then new for this year, I've got the uh, Mo Marsh Fat Boy.
1: That's another sneak boat. What a stealth boat. Yeah, a little what layout a boat. Little layout boat. And you got all sorts of. You got the mud motor on that. That jumps between the two, right? Jumps between the John boat? Are you going to put it on the, on the or are you going to do a controlling motor?
3: No, the uh, Fat the, boy. the big boat, I've got a surface drive on, but I've got a six and a half horse long tail for the Momarch. Uh, oh, that's right.
0: Now, that's, that's a YouTube video project you're doing over the summer, correct?
3: Yes. Yeah, it's a pretty labor-intensive process, and uh, it's taking up a lot more videos than I thought it would. But it's been a lot of fun getting that built and put together and... Piecing it all together with the comments from people chiming in on the YouTube series. So, Mm -hmm. if you guys are looking
1: for some entertainment, check it out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. If you, yeah, Outdoor Limits is what you search on YouTube. But he basically bought this boat because it's what he wanted and just asked what you wanted, what the viewers, what you want to do to it. Really? So now he's going through and be like, okay, I've added lights. I mean, all these videos are up. He's added lights, like interior and a strip light for LED light for light bar. Yeah. Light bar. Mm hmm. And I'm, then the goal is to make it the ultimate duck hunting boat
2: and input from viewers mm-hmm. with room for a dog. Oh, what's the name? What the, what the viewers name
3: it. It's the quacker stacker, <laughs> the quacker stacker. Yeah. I yeah. like that. The kayak was named the, uh, uh, what is it? the quack yak?
1: The quack yak.
3: And then the, the beaver tail was called the final a quack.
1: Gotcha. The final I see. I see a pattern. Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) they're getting creative in the comment section
1: yeah that's pretty cool though that'd be a fun boat you got it out and you tested it by paddle right now Mm -hmm. right
3: yeah yeah it paddles like a dream man Mm -hmm. and it'll be ready for this year that's the end goal okay (laughs) i (laughs) hope i can get it done Yeah.
1: yeah yeah that'll be a good time that's sweet i like that so you guys were i mean this is, we're, we're recording this podcast. We're pretty much July. We're almost in July. So yes. Pre waterfowl we weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We start thinking about fowl, waterfowl. But you guys are talking about doves earlier. Oh, we, yes. And you were talking about sunflowers.
0: Yes. Because I planted, I don't know. It's probably, I bet I planted maybe three quarters of an acre patch, two, like two sides with a filter strip down the middle. And there's, um, Brushy fence row at the north end, and let's see, gravel road behind that, power lines kind of overhead. There's three ponds mm-hmm. within a couple hundred yards, so it's kind of the the trifecta of hopefully a dove field. So it was a grand experiment, so I'm hoping. You mm-hmm. know, I just scattered them by hand. They're starting to come up. I'm hoping that with enough rain and moisture that it'll be a dove frenzy oh it'll be a dove frenzy so josh was talking about why don't you you know put up some fake power lines right down the middle and i was like i could do that down the filter strip mm-hmm.
1: yeah two out of the four guys are you a dove hunter
2: i've been a few times so i i was oddly enough i was talking to my dad about it last night and um so like during the summer and stuff i'm you know you're fishing and doing all that and then right the 4th of July weekend's coming up and then we start thinking about waterfowl and and I've been a few times so I you know I know about it and I do it not religiously my uh I suppose if I had a place like Aaron's got like mm-hmm. a private place to go cuz I see a lot of I mean I feel like most people right it's all public mm-hmm. so it's always been a concern of mine is going to some of these public places that are well known and ducking and dodging and you're just right yeah so i you know i've done a lot of the private
1: yeah. i've never done the public side i've of done it. some public hunts every year i
0: mean that's what i grew up doing is yeah. public but, hunting yeah, you aaron know.
1: and josh are dove smackers
0: i love it they're it's, so delicious so much fun to it hunt is them. so much fun
2: no yeah. i love some like dove poppers or something like that oh, i'm all
1: for it but the the
0: Dip, du- duck, dodge, yeah, dive. Yeah, what is exactly.
1: That? Yeah, I mean, we're a little over-exaggerating, yeah, but yeah. sure. there is some good public places. There is some, yeah.
3: I've learned there's an art to decoying ducks.
1: This guy over here, he hunts them like a duck spread. Yeah, <laughs> you do. I mean, if we had dove floaters, he would probably
0: buy them.
3: I don't know about that. <laughs> dove full-bodies, for yeah. sure.
0: Just like the field coots? <laughs> yeah, field coots. Full-body flocked field coots.
3: Has a... Uh,
2: and I don't know, and you'd probably attest to this, but like conservation-wise, I feel like you see them, you know, on conservation land, public land, they definitely put in the effort to make dove spots, planting mm-hmm. sunflower yeah. fields and having areas- Mowing them down and stuff. Burning, yeah. But another avenue for hunters to go enjoy the outdoors, it's not just- archery you know deer season Mm -hmm. i mean there's you know so they've definitely cultivated spots for
0: and i've seen that both on the missouri side and kansas side i don't know if you've hunted public ground for doves in missouri but in kansas they definitely at some of the spots they'll put the effort in for doves
2: yeah it's nice to see
3: yeah definitely i mean and it also depends on the weather conditions if they can plant yeah i've had years where it's been really good dove hunting the fields look really good And then other years, we got too much rain, fields got washed out, and there just wasn't much hunting opportunity. Mm. So it really depends on the year, but it seems like the Department of Conservation and uh, Kansas Department of Wildlife and Parks do a really good
0: job. Yeah. The one thing I've noticed, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but like opening weekend, both mornings in Kansas, like it was so foggy. You couldn't see like 10 Mm -hmm. feet in front of you. And I'm like, all right, this is fun. (laughs) Yeah. We got to wait for this fog to burn off because yeah, sun came up and yeah, you can't see 10 feet. And it's like, well... I guess we'll sit here. Yeah. hmm
3: Opening day of dove season is always a holiday. Oh,
0: absolutely. Like, yeah.
3: It's like the the bell is ringing. It is go time.
1: I'll see this year. I think I'm going to do it. My grandfather, I think he's ninety-three now or something, and he's still dove hunting out in West Texas. And we hunt over a wheat field and the only water for a while, and it is supposed to be amazing. And I think I'm going to go down there and do that with him this year. But if you're going out with your dad this year, what what products are you taking to the dove field? And we'll go around in the clockwise circle.
2: Yeah, I think for me the main thing is uh, motion. So whether it's like the Mojo Voodoo Dove has always been the, Mm -hmm. you know, one that everybody always talks about. Um, Lucky Duck makes one to a spinner. Um, Mm -hmm. So my thing is something flashy, the – the Dova Flickers mm-hmm. Mojo had, those were super cool and something different that you hadn't seen. But typically when I go, the few times I've been, I take a couple spinners. And then um, if I have like a dove tree or some clip-ons, I'll try to do something like that. But I'm the Dova Flickers were great because I could set them on the ground. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you're hunting in a field, there's nothing to clip on to. So. But as long as you got that you know a couple spinners i mean you don't need a lot at least yeah when i've been from what i've seen it's not like you're duck hunting and you're carrying out (laughs) there's my
1: three dozen flock of flickers double flickers right (laughs) um and then just you
2: know i think the main thing is is uh loading up on the ammo yeah i mean you get (laughs) like yeah you just bring a lot it it'll takes, humble you <laughs> it takes me a hot
0: minute before i start hitting them and then once i finally start hitting them it's it's like mushroom hunting you it's a while and then you find that first one and you're like okay i got my mushroom eyes or shed <laughs> hunting same thing once i get on my first dove or two then i'm okay but man
3: yeah last year opening day i shot four doves with one box of shells and then i finished out the rest of my limit with the second box well,
1: that's good that was got, pretty
3: good uh, 50 less than 50 shells for yeah. 15 birds.
2: I run through. Them. So <laughs> I just I figure I bring a case out there if I don't use it cool or someone else needs some but I don't want to run out. So no. I yeah.
1: I bring the whole gamut. Exactly. So Aaron is I mean so looking at he said Voodoo Dove and in Lucky Duck. Is there is Lucky Duck's the rapid it's not the rapid flyer. They do a rapid flyer. Which a flapper. Mm-hmm. And then they do.
2: Um, they came like out with a the spinner. HD Dove, or the or yeah, I think it was the yeah, the HD Dove, which yeah. is. So what I remember the about spinning. those two,
1: I mean the Voodoo Dove has been out forever. Mm-hmm. Um, very simple carve. The wings are very simple. Um, I think the core wings mm-hmm. is one thing on the Voodoo Dove, and a smaller body. I was curious what I mean, I mean, Voodoo Doves are still double A, like four four double A, yeah no, double four a, double, double A. a. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Lucky Duck, it's got a little bit bigger body. Now, are the wings the plastic, not the core plastic? Um, in, I, um, I think they're an injection molded. Yeah, they're injection molded wing, which uh-huh. is really, that's pretty cool. That's, yes, you know. Which actually. A stronger wing for like in your blind bag getting cracked mm-hmm. in half or something, you know. Injection molded wings, at least on their duck side
2: talking to them, it actually upgrades your
0: battery life. Really? Mm-hmm. I think they're corrugated on the Lucky Duck.
2: Think
1: so,
0: yeah. I think they are, and it runs on double A batteries as well because yeah, it's fairly
2: it. new,
1: yeah. So, gotcha. I think they're core okay.
0: So, magnetic, th- the yeah.
1: inserts, so the same, same wing, just a little bit different shape. Yeah. But the lucky, it's a little, it's bit, a little bigger. bit bigger, yeah. Double A's. gotcha, mm hmm. Um, and a
2: new one on top of that, uh, AVNX.
1: Oh, yeah, it was a power flight, that was the mm-hmm. power
2: flight, dove. I know you guys did a video on the,
1: yeah, on uh, the power flight, the power
2: flight with, with Bluetooth, the duck, the duck. But yeah. they do a, at least the the wing in the power flight dove. Mm-hmm. I saw it at our waterfowl weekend. They had one spinning out there. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm.
1: What is that? Does it, will they ever have that Bluetooth or is it just power flight? I right yeah, as of as right of now, it's just not power even a re, not even a remote. No, it's just like simple. Like all these three are just just your turn on and let's turn spin. on spin mm-hmm. yeah. but if you guys if you haven't seen the power flight it has that the, the angel wing effect that reversed it's got like a you know you know one side it has print and a v that's the correctly facing and then you flip to the other side it inverse and flips so the white is opposite right. and you know in a v as well it's not necessarily just a teardrop yeah or like a, you know an oval wing it's actually a Okay. And we carry all those. Yeah.
0: Yep.
2: So, And there are three great choices, mm-hmm. which, yeah. I mean, they all, you know, motion's what we want. And Lucky
0: yeah. Duck has the Field Flasher, too.
2: Yep. Another one. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about that earlier, earlier. just because we're bringing up dove hunting, I mean, right? I it it's the kickoff to the season.
0: Yeah, yeah, it can double as, you know, duck season or – It's yeah. a
2: great product to add to your arsenal. Field Flasher stakes, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're solid. Like, it's like a – um a metal like body mm-hmm. style. You know, there's no head and then the wings come off the side like the cylinder. Yeah. On the stake. But you get it's a three pack though. So yeah. they're great motion for dove and then but you can you know, you know you use them for the season too. If you're field hunting, I know you were talking about like they'd be great for you know, field hunts for ducks. With a, know, remote. Yeah. And and a remote. Yeah. That's an option they have.
3: Yeah, because you can set those up in your duck spread in a field. You're hunt ducks, you want your spinners on. Yeah. Start seeing geese. You want to get the geese in. Yeah. Use a remote. Yeah.
1: Turn them off. But the dove flicker was was a was a great ad. I remember.
0: I've, I've that's what I run. I run. I think to be honest, I think I've got a Mojo Voodoo dub. I don't know if I didn't buy a Lucky Duck yet, and then I've got double flickers. Yeah. But I think I want to run. We were talking about it. I think I want to throw some of those. FA pigeons out there. <laughs> You're gonna Call me crazy, dude, but I'm you gonna paint them. you I just think gray how about it. How yeah. hard
1: would it be to paint them? Not no, hard.
0: It's not hard at all. Can the spray paint you exactly? <laughs>
1: paint it all gray.
0: I mean, exactly.
1: You can get as details you want. I mean, shoot, your dad's a taxidermist, so yeah, you can he's cook. got
0: airbrushes and everything. So that's exactly. That's, right. that's I was like, like I think unfair. I'm really because they've got bases. Yeah, they got bases. So that's right. why I'm like FA pigeons. Dude, those look and you so throw sick. you throw a double flicker around a couple, and then you know you kind of. I, I think that's what I'm going to do because, I mean, since I've got three-quarters of an acre of sunflowers that. Uh,
2: what are those coming?
3: Six packs? 12, 12, Twelve packs. Twelve packs. Yeah, so catch me with the uh, Rogers 24-slot teal bag. Yes. <laughs> Pigeon decoys full painted like mourning doves. Exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Wouldn't Why be a not? a bad option. Yeah. No, not at all. Twelve <laughs> pigeons. You have six flickers, double flicker, whatever, mm-hmm. flock of flicker. And then you have. How many spots we got left now? You could Six. do a three-pack of field flashers, a couple, a couple of voodoo doves in that twelve-pack, and you'd have a well, I was gonna say to tw- a 12, or a twenty-four slot bag. All you gotta ready do to go. is throw your <laughs>
0: your motion decoys in the double spinning wing backpack. It's perfect for yeah, any true. type of hunting, and yeah. then then you just twenty-four slot teal bag full of pigeons.
3: I have used duck, uh, duck mojos and lucky ducks in dove spreads.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I don't is think I've Nebraska? ever tried. Could you so, do like a teal spinner? I yeah, like I, mean. I
3: use a teal spinner. I used a mallard lucky duck. I uh That was for a video like three or four years ago. But yeah, I used a duck lucky duck for dove hunting. And I found that if I take one wing out and lay it on its side on the ground, it works pretty good.
0: <laughs> like like a like double a, flicker. Like a yeah. double yeah. flicker or something. Yeah. And huh. you
3: put it on an intermittent timer with the remote. So I had two of those ducks out there. I had a spoony Mojo. And then a teal mojo and then like three or four
1: devas. Disclaimer, Josh is just out there it's probably not healthy for the motor to spin with one wing, but
3: you dig a little hole in the ground so then the the yeah, other that's side that's isn't
1: yes. rubbing on anything. We don't want to hurt your decoy. Hey, on your
3: it, it went underwater. So <laughs> and it's not an HDI. Yes. Okay. Yeah. When
2: you on your dove of flickers, I don't how many do you say you bring out? A four, because they come in four. a four-pack. Mm-hmm. Do you put all four together or spread all four out, or do you like two and two in, like, pods?
0: I don't know that I've ever found. I usually kind of spread them out. he yeah, runs X spread, 100%. Yes, exactly, <laughs> yeah. J, J patterned the hook. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
3: But I, I think we need to touch on, like, why we're talking about spinners mm-hmm. for doves. Because, you know, some guys might not have spinners for dove hunting. They just go sit on a bucket. Any,
1: mm-hmm. So some of the states who outlaw spinners, if they hunt doves, they can't have them, right? I don't know.
0: That, yeah. I mean, they can't use any like literal like electronic there's, there's or. States that
1: cannot run electronic spinning wing decoys. Yes, I would period have s- or period. just for ducks. See, well, that's what I don't know.
0: I mean, they're both federal bird. You got to have a yeah. So it's
1: probably for both. So that means that two or three states. Pat, you looking it up? I'm gonna see if I can find it, just so we
2: can.
3: But I I remember the first time I saw doves decoying into spinners it completely changed my outlook on dove hunting because i used to just go out there sit in the sunflower field wait for one fly over right yeah but when when i got the spinners out there and set them up and then saw like a four pack of doves come cup up and just decoy in just like ducks my opinion just changed (laughs) and so now i put duck spinners in my dove spread
1: wasn't it last year you were dove hunting during teal season? And you had a teal? Guy- no,
3: so it wasn't teal season. Oh. I, I, it was October, and I was just taking the dog out for, you know, just a little, we'll see if we can get something. And put, I think, one or two spinners out, and I had a group of teal come into a cornfield and <laughs> work the spinners. In October.
0: So, the craziest thing I've ever had happen is a buddy and I were on conservation ground turkey hunting, and we had a wood duck come and land in our turkey decoys. We were right, Yes, we were... It was up north, um, and we were right next to the Nottoway River. And Did you have cameras? No, this was oh, man, years ago. This, this is, is probably like, like, like
1: this is like hunt, hunt, you're actually hunting.
0: Yes, this wasn't, we weren't trying to do anything fancy. Yeah, and yeah, sure enough, a wood duck That'd be came
1: hilarious in, photo just like turkey decoy wood duck
0: yeah <laughs> it was the strangest thing i've ever seen now i've never had a bobcat or a coyote hit my turkey decoys i know a so lot of people have had that happen need full
1: but, body wood ducks for your turkey spread yeah absolutely
0: <laughs> but i mean we were right there on the Nottaway river so i mean that's you know that's a muddy backwoods water huh. wood duck haven but yeah craziest thing
1: so Josh, what does your dove spread look like it changes I say spread it changes
3: i i've used the little clip-on decoys i'm I don't really know if they hurt or help or whatnot, but I, I, I like to put them out there. It makes me feel a little better. But Is
1: it like sentimental, you know, like just kind of the old ways you've got to clip these on?
3: I don't know. I, I feel like the spinners do more for getting attention, but maybe those, you know, full body clip-on dove decoys. The way they finish the job. Finish the job, I guess. But by that point, when they're getting right above those, I mean, you're probably on your third shell. <laughs> Yeah. So, -hmm. um, yeah. Normally three or four spinners and half dozen clip-on dove decoys. Yeah.
2: I'll have to see when this came out. Just some interesting facts. Unless I just need to see the date. But uh, one, the morning doves, the number one game bird Mm -hmm. in America.
3: You know, there's some states you can't even hunt them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So there's only. I mean, that's what I was going to throw out, and it probably is still true, but. It's legal in 41 states. The closed states include Connecticut, Massachusetts, Maine, Michigan, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Vermont, and Alaska.
3: Those poor people can't yeah, the know Northeast, what a dove yeah. popper is.
2: Oof. And then there's several states that allow other types of dove hunting, like the white-winged, Eurasian, white-tipped, and rock doves. Yeah, you can mm-hmm.
0: shoot the Eurasians in Missouri and Canada. So, mm
2: mm-hmm. I haven't found anything on the spinning, but I know there are some states. Maybe Oregon. I'd have to double check. I think, no, feel I bad Oregon, for those people. Yeah, the Oregon, they're still jerk stringing. Mm-hmm. And Washington, 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 too.
0: Yeah. No no motorized decoys. Mm-hmm.
2: Did they talk about no motorized in Arkansas for ducks?
1: I don't know if I A I've couple heard of years ago. I feel like but, they talked about it. I don't think it
2: actually went through. I Man, mm-hmm. that would be tough to pass down there. But Illegal debate, Doves. And that's in all fifty states. Yeah. Which we say that I think that's more the um what do they call it? Like if you plant sunflower fields, like you can't uh, manipulate
1: Well you can. Well it depends your on the state, cr- I don't know. Yeah. Right. right. You can't go but out there and dump a bucket of corn. Bucket <laughs> of corn or a bucket of sunflower yeah. seeds out there. Um Right. But it depends <laughs> like I I guess in Missouri I think you can m- manipulate, right?
0: I think so. I mean, I know the conservation department either they mows do. and or yeah. burns or whatever, but
3: there might be a waiting period too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Definitely check yeah. with your local regulations before <laughs> yeah. no, you do no, anything no. like this. Don't, don't quote us off yeah. of
2: yeah. Um, and you should check every year, anyways. Yeah, things like good. I yeah. even guys that come in that whether it's deer, duck, dove, <laughs> dodge, dip, dove, yeah. dive. <laughs> But you, uh, they change every year, Mm -hmm. so you should always check every year because you
1: never know.
0: Yeah, limits and
1: before I get to my spread, which is nothing crazy, uh, shot size preference. Seven. I typically will go out with seven and a halfs. What do you think? What do you earn?
0: I'm trying to think of what I have. If it's seven and a half or eights, but it's 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 steel because I I well, it's still left over from when I hunted a lot of public, which required a lot of steel, but. So it's whatever I have. I might see if I can find some lead this year just because it hits a lot harder. I like it. And if you find some with your teeth, it's easier. Although I do have one of those little handheld metal detectors, but mm-hmm. still.
2: A lot of places have changed to conservationaries. I non-toxic. Mean, you have to shoot non-toxic. Mm-hmm. Which is
0: why I have like, I think they're seven and a half steel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: Speed-wise, I don't, uh, you know, I've done like a three drain one ounce, like a 1250, 1250 50 50 per feet per second. second. Yeah. Um but, you know, if I can find something, you know, 1290 or something. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe It just makes me feel better,
1: I guess, remember that those noble sport, going faster. Remember those Noble Sports we had? Those noble Sports 6s and 7s? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yep. I, don't know. I think Anybody? I still have some B&P steel. That's what I'm... Uh-huh. Yeah. You shoot steel mainly?
3: I actually, last year, I started only shooting steel for dub. Mm-hmm. Because I shoot so many fast duck loads... It's really hard for me to go from hunting teal in the morning, shooting fourteen hundred feet per second, to dropping down to like a twelve hundred feet per second oh, yeah. on a So I try to keep very consistent with
1: speed the speed. So I just shoot steel 7s mm-hmm. I I'm mean, probably I've been probably shooting steel sevens because I because of the public mainly. Um but yeah, my my decoy spread is probably two spinners two voodoo doves and some double flickers i think currently now before duffa flicker was a thing i took the original flock of flickers out dove hunting and i was like grinning from ear to ear because i felt like i was the only one out there in the woods or in the fields with a double flicker or a flock of flicker at the mm-hmm. time Put the i don't know six batteries i came with at the time put them out in the field it was amazing <laughs> yeah i remember i probably went to work at work and showed everybody the video of my spread and i was like look at this But everybody, there's a ton of people who probably had the same idea that I did. And then next year they made the double flicker, which filled that gap, which is pretty cool. So with talking about Flock of Flickers, I'm going to, what do you guys know about that's coming, that's already here or it's coming out this year that you're excited about product-wise? And then mine is the re-release of the Flock of flicker. I thought about that earlier. I don't, you know, I was trying to think of something new. It was, it's not really new, but I'm excited that that's back because we used to sell a pile of them. I think it's a great product, and then we were gone for like a year or two, like we didn't have one or mm-hmm. something. So they're revamping it, yep, changing it up a little bit. Yeah, they brought it kind of modern. You know, the original one was, you know, the gasket and stuff. I think they redid or helped with, and it was you make know, it a little
0: more waterproof. And
1: yeah, I think so because they're, you know, they're great. I loved seeing them in my spread.
0: Yeah, you. You hunted with them religiously. Like if yeah. you were out, you were using them.
1: And I did it a little bit different too. I mean, I didn't run rigs of flock of flickers like a full Texas rig. I ran the. I made them these little jump rigs, like these twelve-inch cabled clip-on rigs that I would just go around and attach a flock of flicker to a duck, a decoy, and it would just be kind of drifting twelve inches behind the duck. And so it kept it in the middle of the spread, you know, because I never really liked them like, out on their own in an island. Mm-hmm. Always wanted them, like, in the middle of a bunch of decoys because, you know, going out, you know, hiding the jet sled and walking back on your spread and you see it all going off, it really, from a distance, you can't tell what's flashing or, you know, it looks like a refuge of ducks just, you know, preening or, you know, getting water off and whatnot. It looked pretty cool, especially... For from a horizontal level of looking at it, it looked really cool because it was very confusing on what was flashing and whatnot. Now maybe in the sky, it, it doesn't look as cool. It, I think it probably still does look pretty decent. I think they work.
3: You know that that kind of makes me think about my diver spread that I'm building for this year. Wondering if I should get some of those and put those out with the diver spread on like the raft I'm going to be building.
1: Yeah, if you build like a raft or the gang rig stuff or whatever, you might be able to just take some flock flickers and attach them to the decoys you already have out.
3: Yeah, and then that side, you know, divers come in at that low approach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That might, i'm because I was thinking about how I'm going to incorporate spinners into a deeper water mm. set.
0: That's that, how
1: you do it.
3: <laughs> that might be a good idea.
1: Oh, look at us. Just
0: coming up with ideas we're spending josh's money for him yeah, right the other <laughs> yeah. Avery, you're welcome
2: avery has that um the one for open water where it's too yeah, deep the, with the spinning the, wing with the anchor float. underneath yeah so it you doesn't can put a spinning over. wing
1: in 30 foot of water it's like a yeah
0: a buoy can, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and of course higdon makes some floating oh yeah flashers, floating flashers. yeah mm-hmm. Ooh, i bet they even have like blue bill
1: floating flashers
3: oh that'd be cool
1: Mm-hmm. They're not a splasher flasher. I'm pretty sure they're just a floating, floating flasher. That would be pretty cool. And fight, Mojo eh? does. And mm-hmm. blo- oh, yeah. Mojo does have a, has the. They have a
2: uh, yeah. It's like blue si- bill sitting upright. It yeah, spins. Yeah, I think there's a blue bill and a redhead
3: and a mallard one. I think
2: a mallard one. Mm-hmm. Not a spoonzilla yet.
3: He's on got a spoonzilla.
2: A, no, yeah, but, but on a, a, <laughs> a on a flutter like attacking with like
1: claws on its what, wings. What's your, what's the name of your spoonzilla? Charlie. Charlie charlie the spoonzilla
0: and then yeah lucky oh duck, there's the new lucky duck splasher yeah. hd it floats too but yeah.
2: there's a new one that lucky duck did um not the lucky splasher the um the batteries on oh, top yeah. mm-hmm. yep yep um, i can't think
0: of what it's called that it came out last year
2: and i thought that was nice because the battery box is on like where you do everything's on top Nothing's underneath sitting in the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I it had it was like, a great idea. It was pretty modular, wasn't it? Mm hmm. And it, so I thought that was really good. Um, what was I? Oh, there was, well, I'll tell you. We'll have to find the name of that. Um, there there they are. There's a twin pack the, of them that yeah. we offer
0: Lucky Duck HD floater. HD floater. Let's just call it HD, the, floater. HD floater. Yeah. yeah. We got, yeah, we got
1: a two pack exclusive of that. Yeah. So that was
2: really nice. But I like how they did it on top. Mm hmm. Um, so that would be
1: a good one you can do for open mm-hmm. water too. There is a, uh, go ahead. I was just going to pass it over to you. The flock of flicker is just, I remember that coming back or seeing it coming back. And I was like, you know, thanks. Sure. That's I'll probably get some this year. Cause I, I put mine through the ringer. They ended up, they probably still work, but I felt like I just quit. The batteries were probably corroded because mm-hmm. of lack of, you know, care from my part. Um, So I just quit using them, but they lasted a few, four years for me. What is the one too, Mojo kept around,
2: not the uh, flock of flicker. They also make the one, it kind of looks like, it's for um, goose hunting. And it, it's Mm -hmm. like a, the 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 flag, like the goose flags or whatever, but they're shorter, smaller, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can almost use that for dove. They have a white one. I mean it would give you motion. We're talking yeah. about motion and things that would oh, that Flock would help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're called watch the Flicker two. So they're yeah. doing it in a four pack. Yeah. yeah. It looks like.
3: Do they have rechargeable batteries or is it running on double A's?
0: Redesigned seal, improved design, larger housing, slopes top, heavy duty gasket. It looks like double Designed A's. for water yeah. or dry fields, pre crow brand intermittent. Three double um, A's. Three yeah. double
1: A's. That's better than six. I think it was run all last yeah. time. Yeah. Last time. Uh-huh. Less batteries, but less Right. Flock of Flickers in a pack. we are mm-hmm. at four, not six. But, yeah.
3: Improved design and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- I'm excited about those. So. But
2: I think, too, maybe six was, you know, four is probably a good number. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're going to buy, good unless you're channeling. maybe you're buying a ton of them. <laughs> well, you know, I it's mean, like three
1: dozen Flock four's of Flickers. Four is good for two dozen to three dozen ducks. That's That's right. Yeah. It's if not I like ran for a for six that. dozen spread, I'd run six six sure. ones out there for sure. Sure. and
0: mm-hmm. it's Wow, it looks like you can cord lock on them. Yeah, cord
1: lock to wrap your Texas rig up or whatever type of rig you
0: want to do. Yeah, Ooh.
1: are those in yet? I don't think they're I, in yet, but they're going to be in early. They're not mm-hmm. late. Okay, they're going to be in for season. They're just not here gotcha. at this moment. We did get Mojo in, but we they're going to, but uh, we'll have them. We'll yeah. we'll get them in. I'm excited about that.
2: Yes, Pat. Anything? There was two. So I've got two. One's just a small item that, um, and then one. So I'm going to throw this out there. Like my passion's bow hunting. Mm-hmm. Oh first yeah. and foremost. So, but there is a couple items and you alluded to it, which re- jogged my memory, but, uh, that's the saddles for the store. Yeah. Uh, um, are you going to hunt out one this year? You know, so I want to add one. I mean, I want to exclusively switch to saddle hunting.
1: Yeah. 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 Obviously.
2: But okay. I want it in my arms. I mean, I don't know how many times I go. So you go out and you're like, oh, I yeah. wish I was like. Ten yards that way would yeah. be perfect. I'm not going to hang a whole new set. So. so,
1: if we have a bunch of waterfowlers listening, explain what a saddle is. Yeah, in the deer and I world. think
2: the two. And quote me if I'm wrong. So trophy line for sure. Mm-hmm. That one we already got in, and I believe we're going to carry tether two from talking to Houston.
0: What about hawk? I think we did a um, um, hawk. We did, a, we did a hawk. Yes. Yeah, so well, yeah.
2: three. Yes, and hawk um tethered and trophy line will be new for this Mm -hmm. year tethered already came in and we'll have the the mini platforms but Mm -hmm. for not knowing everything right now so it's ground blind or you hang a set whether it's a hang on with sticks or a ladder
1: stand stand, Mm -hmm. um or a a box blind or something but ladder stands have a I'm trying to make dumb it down, ladder yeah. stands have the ladder connect to the tree stain. You, right. You, mm-hmm. you hinge it up there and tie exactly. it down. Hang ons or Yeah. Usually you got a
2: three or four pack of sticks and mm-hmm. some connect or they're separated yeah. and you do your hang on. Um, what I see around, especially where we're from, you get a lot of public hunters. So this is really great for them, but mm-hmm. also what I was alluding to on where you want to sit. So, I don't want to have to go buy a new set every time I want to hunt. So a a saddle's not new to the world. Um, Linemen have been using them for a long time. Logging and linemen. Yeah, logging and linemen. But now it's like, hey, why don't we take that and do it into the hunting world? They're actually really comfortable when you get used to the idea of you're hanging there on a, oh, like a... uh, material like kind of seat belt seat almost. belt yeah. type deal mm-hmm. that goes around your bottom yeah um and then they call it a bridge but you're so if you've hunted before you have the um lineman's the, the belt. lineman's belt but basically you're connected to that and then you have a bridge that also connects you mm-hmm. the one that goes kind of eye level with yeah you. the bridge is more for like comfort right uh-huh. you don't and have that to run al- a bridge exactly and that allows you to just Relax. hang there so you're they make platforms. They're small. But mm-hmm. basically, imagine a hang-on. You took the seat off, you know, a small hang-on, and that's what you would stand on. But you're super mobile. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're lightweight because you're carrying, you know, yeah, material, material and not metal. Yeah. Um, so it's really good for public because a lot of public places... Um, one you got to chain up your stuff you don't want it to get stolen and you can't screw in stuff and mm-hmm. can't screw you know so there's the trays, all these yeah. rules and regulations and so this you allows you to go in and out you can move anywhere you want
0: and people aren't going to carry ladder stands with them
2: right i mean i've tr- I, I mean i've hung some sets at public but i mean it's a lot of work mm-hmm. didn't we sell like a tripod with wheels or something yeah. like that yeah i, guess I remember you, a i guess it personal the hawk uh transformer i guess it <laughs> yeah. if it's your personal property you want to move it with wind or whatever yeah. but i would could. use it for me even on private yeah um
1: yeah just so because it's super versatile if you go hunting for a weekend and the first sit the first morning you're like man Things I need to, change. I need to go over here. Mm-hmm. You can just yeah. wind direction changes. Yeah. Patterns can
2: change, yeah. wind direction from morning to evening. The weather might
1: change, whatever it might be. Um I'm very curious. I'd like to try one You develop this year. a pattern. I've I've done the whole four piece lone wolf sticks and uh, alpha hang on that you hang on. Sure. Back. You do it all once this and is, you take it all the way down. Yeah,
2: I guess what I would equate it to is if you're a guy that loves um climbers. Mm-hmm. This is kind of that option without all the weight. Yeah. You're climbing. Now, you have to get sticks, Mm -hmm. but you get a three-pack of sticks, and you're up against the tree. There's not this big profile of, like, a ladder stand, Mm -hmm. and you look up, and you're silhouetted. You're out there, and the Mm -hmm. deer see you.
0: Well, and see, and that's the thing, too. Like, you don't have to have the perfect tree, a climbing tree stand. you got to have the perfect tree that's mostly straight and no branches.
2: With a climber, yeah, yeah, with a climber, and yeah. this one branches don't matter. Mm-hmm. You can go around them, and you're not stuck shooting basically 180 degrees unless you want to
1: turn around because yeah, you talk can about, walk around the whole tree. It yeah, didn't they talk about your shooting lanes opened up because you can swivel around. Like yeah, the only you can, way the only way you can't shoot is like directly, directly behind you. Mm-hmm. But like in a hang on, you you almost have 180 degrees. Maybe a little bit more on a hang on, right? Because there's so much in your way. But on on the saddle, you're actually facing the tree, and you can shoot around the tree, and then you can shoot left or right. And you exactly. only have a little bit of the pie if you drew a pie, you know, mm-hmm. around that tree. You and only we have a little will. Bit you can't shoot if
2: you're if you haven't ever tried one or seen one. We will have ones at the store for you to try on. Yep, and at least you know, kind of see what you. I'm trying to figure out a way, you know, for at least people to put it on and be, you know, six inches off the ground. Just so they can mm-hmm. feel the idea gotta, of using you one. You could have a post they can lean against. Yeah. I figured that, like, those, uh, the hang-on mm. display posts, mm-hmm. just something for them to at least step up off the ground. Yeah. And, you know. You put, like, a rock climbing mat behind them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, under them. So yeah. They feel better. Right. The other small thing was and it's it's a minuscule thing but i i'm glad we came out with it was the gun holders on the a-frames for the a-frames yeah one because they're universal to round and square tubing so any type not of correct.
0: a-frame style wine they can and
2: a-frame blinds now are, i mean everybody's got one mm-hmm. um and so i like that you can buy a pack if your frame that you have doesn't have a gun holder or whatever. And, and attach them on there, and it's a great way to keep your...
1: Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny about this. I took one of those to the store once, and I was putting it on everything. I put it on, like, a, a ladder stand gun rail, you know, for deer hunting. I mm-hmm. mean, it's a waterfowl. I guess it was tailored for waterfowl at frames, but it'll clip about any rail that's within, what, like, an inch and a quarter or something like that. Round and, or square. Round or square. And so you could put, you know, if someone wanted to have something a little bit more protected on, like, their tree stand, mm-hmm. they could put it on that if they wanted to. Or I even put one on a layout blind. Where your gun normally goes, on, like, the metal bar, I put one there. Now it kind of limits the door from shutting all the way, but it works. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you put them on A-frames. Any A-frame, I really think that's out. I don't know if there's any that are, wouldn't take it. And it's got a little magnetic piece in there, which is nice. You like, it. it's get that satisfying. When you put your gun in the in the yoke, it goes...
2: Just a great little. They we sell them in three packs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
3: yeah, I I used some last year and they work great. It's just enough magnet in them to hold your gun there, so like maybe a dog bumps it or digging through your bag, you accidentally bump. It. It's mm-hmm. not gonna do the whole slide and crash thing, right. And make it all unsafe. It like it holds it just enough to where it doesn't go anywhere, but then you can just pull it right out when it's time to shoot. Yeah,
2: it's a small item, but it's such a great. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that as like thing to, I mean it's it's newer for people to see Yeah And I think That was the only one You know version that I've seen I mean, oh. without,
1: Yeah so it's a great idea Aaron you got any new products That you're
0: Chomping mm-hmm. at the bit Um I know FA's got some new EVA Full bodies coming out Oh yeah
1: Full body uh We got, there's a lot. Uh, I think we got lessers.
0: Yeah. What'd we order?
1: I think we're going to see lessers and floaters um, pretty early on. Yeah. Before most goose seasons open, some of the early goose seasons. Mm -hmm.
0: And then later in the year, we ordered, what'd we order from them?
1: There's some big ones coming. Yeah. Yeah. Some live, I think they're called live honkers.
0: Yeah, we saw we saw the samples that they Yeah. So that's pretty cool. EVA. Yeah, they look they look good. The carves are good, the size is right, the paint. Yeah. yeah. One piece. Mm-hmm. Good motion system. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked about those. And then I guess another thing is Sitka's got a few new pieces that um I think especially like the some pieces coming out, I, I don't know when we're going to air this. Okay, so.
1: well, they've already released the Ambient, yes. which is a awesome mid-layer. Yes,
0: but there's another piece that's going to be coming out in the waterfowl patterns that it's as of recording date is not out, but it will yeah. be, and it's pretty sick, too. Yeah, It's one of their staple pieces, so I'm pretty stoked about that.
1: Yes, yeah, so it's some new clothing gear from Sicko that he's excited about, and... I don't we could probably can't say the exact name yet. No, I but it's it, coming
0: out in patterns that it hasn't before. Is it coming out in July? Uh yeah, here okay. mid July.
1: So if you you know, yeah, it'll be here soon. You'll know the consumer you'll see it. You know, yes. It'll be here.
2: The turkey July. stuff debuted in the spring though. That was that yeah. yeah. Phenomenal too. Mm-hmm. I mean it's I know we're past now, but That's some great that set. That was, that was, that was setup. some good gear. Yeah. And you could use it for I wanted to get a set for like early season. Bow hunting. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. a cool but, you know, nice getup. Josh, what are you excited about?
3: I don't know if I can talk about it.
1: Okay.
3: Am I allowed to talk about it? It's a Rogers product that's never been seen before.
1: Is it in that room over there against the wall?
3: Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. They're similar to that.
1: Oh. Yeah.
3: We can talk about those?
1: I think so, yeah.
3: Just not all the details? I'm excited about a new pair of waiters from Rogers Sporting Goods.
1: Um, Yeah. So they'll we'll see the first version. It'll, it's I mean, they're coming. We'll see it pretty early on the season, not late in the You're season. You're putting out rumors. Yeah. It's not a rumor. I know. <laughs> it's coming. Yes. Um, I think in August, we will see elite NXT breathable waiters from Rogers. What that means is that NXT is nylon, extra tough. Um, a nylon waiter with a lot of new features, and it's very, very durable. Um, it's it's a really good, really good waiter.
3: And it's got what is what are we calling the M2 muff? Yeah,
1: can you explain that? So the M2 muff is is like a new feature for Rogers stuff that you're going to see across whitetail and waterfowl. If you ever had a full-zip jacket or even a full-zip bib, your pockets are limited to only you know, just your hand pocket, right? You have your normal hand pocket. We've been doing, like, the upper hand pocket for a while with, like, fleece in it, and warm and nice. Now we have a way for the pocket connects and passes through behind the zipper.
0: So you've got a kangaroo-style pocket and a full-zip jacket.
1: Correct. So you can zip your jacket up. It's used, these jackets, we're doing them in midweight to heavyweight because like, that's when you need, like, your hands to be warm. It's in the cold, Right. So you zip up this Primoff jacket or whatever it is, or if it's a heavyweight deer jacket that's a fleece, you know, you zip it up and then you put your hands in and you'll find two zipper garages inside that hand pocket and you zip it down and it allows you to pass all the way through and, you know, kind of hold your hands together, maybe warm up the hot hands if it's really that cold. But it's kind of comfortable to be able to relax your hands like that together mm-hmm. and, and relax your arms and everything like that. So Yeah, we,
3: I've also found that, like, if my hands get... Really, really cold. From like moving decoys around, they get wet and really cold, and they start to get numb. Mm-hmm. If I'm able to put my hands together and kind of squeeze them a little bit, that helps warm them up a little bit. And you know, have you ever been so cold that when your hands start to warm up, it just it's like it pins hurts. and needles? E-les. Yeah, yeah. I've found that like, squeezing your hands together really helps with that.
1: Mm-hmm. So the M- the uh Elite NXT front zip. Waiter has the M2 muff incorporated into it, um, so you actually have a pass through hand pocket inside of the waiter that goes behind the front zip of that waiter, which has never been done before. Uh, They're gonna be awesome. It's it's gonna be sweet. I'm also have you seen one, Pat?
2: The only no, not that, not the. We have some, not the waiter. We have some samples in the room next door. I'll show I'll you. Check that out. See that but, is super cool that you can do that. but still zip up fully. Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. behind the
1: zipper.
3: Yeah, and I've never worn a front zip waiter before, so I'm kind of curious to see what that's all about.
1: Yeah. There's also... I wore one a couple years ago from Rogers. mm -hmm. And that was the... We were, like, really early Mm -hmm. to the front zip waiter gang, and everybody's like, man, it's going to leak. Man, it's going to leak. Man, it's going to leak. We sold them all, and we're like, well, I just didn't... You know, our other waiters that didn't have a front zip just sold a lot better. So we decided to take two or three years off, and, Mm -hmm. and now it's... Then it. Then everybody did the front zip, and it's like now people are actually – consumers trust yeah. that this zipper in the front of your wader that you're in water is going to hold out mm-hmm. uh, the water from coming in.
0: What else are you stoked about? It's another
3: product that's coming this fall from Final Approach. Okay. A new duck. I'm really excited about it.
1: Which one is it? They got a couple of them.
3: Uh, Not the little one, the big one. I don't the know. The big one? I don't know if that's allowed to be talked about either.
1: The Wood Duck? Yeah, the Wood Duck. Okay, yeah. The Wood Ducks, I mean, we're going to release this podcast in the summer, I mean early, but the Wood Ducks are something brand new, and maybe we'll just, I mean, I, I don't know if we're supposed to talk about it, but maybe the consumers. People keep an eye out for it. Get a, they get the inside scoop. Yeah, oh, yeah, with the
0: podcast, it's the inside scoop.
1: Um, I think... I think Mario who who's like the VP of uh FA I think he's probably said something like that too on his podcast.
0: Yeah, I think he's
3: talked about the wood duck.
1: Yeah. So, we I think we'll see those in August.
3: Those the, will be the new wood duck. Those will be
1: killer in like October. The samples
0: we saw looked really good. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Cuz I mean it seems like it seems like early on in our duck season here in Missouri and Kansas we're covered up in wood ducks.
3: Yeah, you know, I've never had the covered up in wood ducks experience but i hear wood ducks yeah just never really see them
0: i know a lot of youth seasons when i've gone out with some youngsters there we shoot a lot of wood ducks
3: oh i saw some wood ducks this morning i was training the dog and i saw a hen wood duck with like 10 little ducklings
0: really yeah. excellent
3: yeah that was pretty fun heck yeah i made the dog sit there and watch it for a while as i swam away
1: really yeah that's good. That's good obedience there. Didn't yes. want to go chase after. it. What are you
0: excited for?
1: Well, I mean, the Flocker Flickers was just right. I just remember talking about it, and I remember I was like, man, I'm excited that those are back. But, yes. Um, but You were talking about an early season suit that was kind of like a cross-reference between Turkey. But along with the M2 Muff, we have really some really cool waterfowl gear this year. But actually, a lot of hype that I've been excited about is uh, our Tough Flight pant with our, our tops that we had for early season. Um, we have max seven and a lot of them. So there are going to be a waterfowl slash dove pieces. So the tough flight material, the new stuff this year has mesh on the sides and is extremely lightweight. And we'd started making it in a bunch of patterns because it started realizing it fit the bill of like September. Yeah. Um, cause there's all sorts of stuff to hunt in September. There's doves right off the get go. There's teal and then there's whitetail and early
0: geese for a lot and, of people. And
1: early goose. And you, a lot of times you can't wear very heavy gear in these seasons. I mean, we have a short sleeve Max Seven, super light UPF fifty shirt with side vents. That's great for dove hunting. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the dove shirt. And then you could go to the long sleeve if you're teal hunting and you're trying to keep all those mosquitoes off. You mm-hmm. know, get that long sleeve chill shirt. Um, it's very cool. It's cooling to the feel when it gets you know wet or when you sweat.
3: Yeah, my wife was feeling one. She's like, "Why is this wet? It's not wet. It's just cooling."
1: Oh, yeah? Yeah. And then uh, and then you have the hoodie version. The, the Actually, it has a hood and a face guard. Like, mm-hmm. that's the next level. If you like to run that way, you could teal hunt with that, or you could teal hunt with the long sleeve and wear a hat or something like that, whatever you like to do, and face paint, whatever flo- floats your boat. But then deer, we did it in um, some Obsession and Adapt patterns, Realtree Adapt, Mossyunk Obsession. Those are very early season woods colors. So not only is that stuff I'm talking about for Turkey season as well, the lightweight, tough light pant, and then the lightweight tops that I'm talking about, we have them in very green Turkey patterns, but that translates over to very September deer Mm -hmm. patterns in the tree. So getting up in September, if you really have a deer that you're watching on camera, he's out in the daylight, but it's 95 degrees, man, what are you wearing? You know, um, I would be wearing that, that Tough Light stuff for the uh, the chill tops. They're called the elite chill stuff. So mm-hmm. they're super lightweight and they're Very perfect. economical, too. Yeah. They're not, they're not super expensive. That's another thing I've been excited about because we're kind of starting to round out all the season offerings. Because mm-hmm. for a while, it felt like when you went teal hunting, you're just like scrapping by to figure out what I'm going to wear because it's way yeah. too hot. Yeah. And it's all the wrong colors. Cause yeah. Everything's green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just like, what do I, what do I grab? What do I wear? And now we kind of have an answer for that. I remember mm-hmm. dove and teal season. I mean, some people dove hunt an olive shirt, which we have those too.
0: You yeah, know? you can get away with that. But yeah, our fishing shirts, we've got those in olive. We
1: have a button down fishing shirt, and olive would be a great dove shirt. Mm-hmm. But I think you know the shoot the max five or not 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 five max seven, mm-hmm. uh, which we can talk about chilty. Here. Uh, and the chill short sleeve is an awesome shirt, super comfortable. I wear a gray one all the time when I play sports of like uh, softball or saying volleyball or whatever. I wear the we have solid patterns. I wear mm-hmm. this all the time because they're just lightweight and cool. Yeah, and they're UPF 50? 50. 50. Yep. Yeah,
0: five zero.
3: Way more comfortable than cotton. Oh
0: especially my
1: gosh! Start
3: sweating.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, cotton just it holds the weight. It sticks. It's if it is warm out. That your that your shirt almost starts to like turn into a warming heater. Maybe I need to do, uh, get some of those chill
3: tees to work on the boat project. Yeah, because you're always, <laughs>
1: every time I see you work on the boat, it's like a hundred degrees, and you're just like a pile of sweat when you're done with a video. <laughs> yep. You're like, geez, I'm done. Oh uh, yeah, they would probably be a little bit cooler. Mm-hmm. Now there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff coming in. So that's, yeah, did we get into that? I mean, the past couple of years, we... Yeah, uh, I mean, we we touched on it, but, I mean, I just... past couple of years, the product's been iffy and slow and stuff. You yeah. know, we've been trying really hard to get product in. This year, oh, it's coming. Mm-hmm. It's here.
0: And we'll be popping out a ton of videos, too, this yeah. fall.
1: And on the... To get away from the hunting side to the fishing side. Yeah. I mean, there's a... Roger's in the game, man, with the... Rogers, the new Rogers lures. Actually, there is a sample over in the next room. We got more stuff coming Rogers out. Rogers lures. We samples. got but we've
2: got a hey, full lineup.
3: We got a million spinner baits <laughs> and I mean, it's square bill season right now, isn't it?
1: Well, I think they're a little deep for square bill. We miss We miss when at the pit at the picnic the picnic i tore it up on the he tore rogers it up square on, on the rogers inhale
2: 50 right yeah there's the inhale 50 you got the 65, 65 and then a 75 we make the lipless crank baits we've got jerk baits we've got the jerk
1: bait was our first thing and it was yeah that was an awesome bait right sure. out of the and so we just i remember testing it the first time i went hopped the, on uh, tommy's boat for the old a school
2: one. listeners that were around with yeah. steve and you know, doing the yeah. Rogers World Famous lures. And mm-hmm. then, you know, we talk a little bit of a sabbatical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now we're back. Yes. And and better than ever. I mean, there's a whole lineup.
3: Yeah, plastics yeah. and everything. So if yes. you are going to go to the lake this weekend, what would you throw?
2: I'd probably um, swim baits. You know, if I was going to throw like a swim jig, um, a deeper crankbait, which we do mm-hmm. make. Mm-hmm. Um, intent the intent 62 and then but early early in the morning are the the spinner baits too for yeah. sure anytime right but early in the morning you could use the um inhale the or popper the... oh yeah top water um, stuff or late in the evening but i'm definitely uh more finesse fishing right now just yeah. you know throwing out
1: um we have the racket and the ramble the... rackets the popper rambles like a little
2: I'm a big Texas Uh, rig guy, so the the uh, the five inch um, worm, worm, the stem Mm -hmm. worm, great, especially like so around where I fish, like black and blue, dark colors. Yeah, -hmm. Yeah, I would, I'd, I'd be all over. And our hooks, we got hooks, tungsten weights.
1: Frogs coming. Frogs. Mm -hmm. Is it frog season? Yep. The frogs. You getting? It's hot, and you can find some grass and lily pads. Mm -hmm. Throw that frog. Yeah, you got you need some depth under the water too, but um, they want that shade and mm-hmm. and you can get up there and throw a, a frog in the middle of his pads. Man, it's a blast! So we got two frogs, right. right? Yeah, we have a popping frog and a it's a rove and rave. The rove is like a walking frog, and the rave is a popping frog. Greg was uh, throwing the
2: uh, I don't know if it was a navigator, the calculate, but our jigs mm-hmm. um, was he swimming like it or black and blue flipping. Yeah. And maybe it was the flipping.
1: Yeah, I had a blast. I went to Lake Fork. Caught a ton of bass. I went to Lake Fork. My my grandfather lives on Lake Fork, and that's I go there every year. I try to. Um, and I was on my kayak this year because the water was so low, you really couldn't put a boat in anywhere. So the water was so low, I just drug my kayak. He's got a dock. I just drug my kayak out next to the dock, hopped in. I threw that Calculate jig, which is more of a hybrid jig. It's a swim jig slash pitching flipping jig whatever you know it's a you know standing timber jig um it's more for like hitting targeted casts that's what the calculate stands for Mm -hmm. and i was just hitting i was i I caught most fish off a whole whole week on that calculate jig in green pumpkin yep with a with a nice net bait pack of chunk um it was a pretty it was a pretty cool jig
2: and we're going to keep expanding the lines mm-hmm. oh, like yeah. you were talking about. You were showing me some stuff. Yeah,
3: I feel like this should be a separate podcast in and of itself. Yes. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, let's, be, we'll segue this be, to the next one. but Yeah. Because I think we're running out of time. Yep. So we're going to end this one. Uh, we're going to start doing this more regularly. Yeah. And uh, me and Aaron have recorded some podcasts um, in various places up in Bozeman mm-hmm. and uh, down in Oklahoma. So you guys will hear that coming up but we're going to start trying to get these regularly scheduled and we're just keep talking about what's current product what, what you know we're talking about you know dove season just immediately first season that really gets us going we're mm-hmm. like okay you know what products are here are they here you know that type of stuff what do we need this year that type of stuff so yeah.
3: we know a lot about product <laughs> and we like talking about product yeah. Yeah. yes i
1: love it that's why we're here right yeah yeah so so all yeah. right guys appreciate it make appreciate sure, listen
3: make sure to go uh Follow on Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Oh,
1: yeah. All the socials. YouTube. A lot. Of, if you want to see visuals, a lot of these new products are just going to jump to YouTube once we get them in. Yeah.
0: How, do,
3: how do people find you on YouTube?
0: Roger Sporting Goods on yep. YouTube. And we've got tons of videos. They're set up in playlists. So if you want duck decoys, goose decoys, yep. blinds, whatever. You see two goofballs
1: with like a wooden background? That's us.
0: Yep. <laughs> we've been
1: – but it's changed, you know. Shoot, man, years ago we were – shooting stuff at the store in the middle of an aisle yeah but yeah you can get visuals and all this stuff and we probably have videos of the stuff we talked about today that's not new you know so you can check that out so all right
0: that's a wrap all right guys we hope you enjoyed today's podcast if you did go ahead and give us a subscribe that way you're going to get a notification every time we put out a new podcast Chandler what else should they do Go to our
1: uh, social media pages and give us a like on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Uh, get a subscribe to YouTube channel. We do uh, product reviews there. And then uh, giveaways is a great part of our social media as
0: well. And then we just want to thank you guys for what you guys do and support us so we can do stuff like this. So thank you.